Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch podcast, where we keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the year-end special for the year of 2020. My name's Paulo, and I'm your host. So I hope everyone's enjoying their holiday. We've only got a few more days left in 2020, thank God. Uh, at this changing of the year, you know, I want to take some time to reflect on the show and the year that we've had. Uh, Box Office Watch started off as me posting my own takes on my Facebook timeline for my friends who were a little bit less well-versed in the nuances of the box office industry to give context to the box office news that I was interested in and wanted to share with them. Uh, for example, I obviously you know, kept track of the record-breaking runs of Avengers Endgame and of Joker, you know, keeping track of when it made so much money, when it cost a billion, when Endgame you know, became the highest-grossing film of all time. But I also covered, you know, smaller things such as the historic debut of Parasite here in the States or the significance of Crazy Rich Asians' financial success for Asian American representation uh, in mainstream media. And I even, you know, this year before the podcast actually started, I, as an early sign before COVID was really a thing here in the States, uh, as an early warning sign, I was analyzing the Lunar New Year shutdowns in China, um, you know, as a warning sign of that COVID was going to be a thing. Uh, eventually, you know, I took the leap you know, before the pandemic to uh, turn this into a weekly podcast that I launched in late February, uh, February 25th to be exact. Uh, my exact, my original vision was I was going to cover a broader, you know, box office concept, something that would, you know, be useful as kind of like a, a, a box office analysis 101 so that people could understand how to themselves make their own analysis and, and findings uh, about the space and then use the box weekly box office numbers that had come in for that particular week to kind of back up the lessons that I had, you know, talked about in the first half of the episode. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, I picked a crazy time to cover the industry. Uh, my fourth ever episode was uh, covering the theatrical shutdowns as COVID, you know, swept across the, the U.S. Uh, so I, I've kind of had to sift, you know, my content a little bit. You know, obviously, I've had a lot more focus on streaming news, uh, you know, kind of this year. Um, but somehow we've carried on, and you know, even with the return of the box office, still carrying covering those numbers uh, ten months uh, and forty episodes later. So, you know, I'm just an amateur dude who loves movies and storytelling and, you know, hanging out in the R, R Box Office subreddit. Um, I follow the box office mostly because I understand that, you know, the stories that come out of Hollywood, whether they're successful or not, isn't about how critically receptive the film they are, but frankly, you know, how much money they make and how much money a make films will determine what kinds of other films similar to it get made in the future. So, you know, the money kind of dictates the stories that come out of Hollywood. But what I found on top of, you know, covering that aspect of it is that the stories of the box office themselves are just as compelling as what's happening in the movies. And that's something that I really want to keep on covering, you know, into the future. So in that spirit, I wanted to recap this chapter of box office history in a way that's a little bit different than my analytical takes that I do in my usual weekly episodes. I want to do a dramatic retelling in the style of Twas the Night Before Christmas, uh, covering the events of the 2020 box office, which there has certainly been no shortage of. Hope you enjoy. Uh, I'm also going to be uploading a version of this on YouTube with the lyrics in the video, so that as well as some cute illustrated video visuals. Um, so, you know, if you're more visually inclined, you know, definitely check that out. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Anyway, without further ado, this is my recap of the 2020 box office. Twas the year 2020, and for box office fans, after the year of the endgame, we had lots of plans. 
kicking off with award shows the best of the best, 1917 and Joker, but Parasite beat the rest. And Sir RDJ flopped with that movie, what was it, Doolittle? While Birds of Prey showed DC's position quite brittle. There was Bad Boys for Life and Sonic the Hedgehog, and with Invisible Man, Blumhouse was the top dog. When across the Pacific, Lunar New Year's disaster, Tom Hanks signaled the end, a grim weather forecaster. We were locked in our houses, quick as a flash, movie theaters shut down, down to the last. Mulan, Quiet Place, and Bond, all rescheduled, as we naively thought this would quickly be settled. Then more summer blockbusters got pushed back to next year, and with early VODs, coronavirus was here. When the media execs, dollar signs in their eyes, looked to streaming's potential, the ultimate prize, launching, restructuring, with or without Amazon and Roku, some well-planned out, others less thought through. Now Netflix, now Peacock, now Apple TV. Hi Quibi, bye Quibi, on HBO Max, plus Disney. And CBS All Access, come, let's install. Now stream away, stream away, stream away all. And with 12th World Tour, Universal did brag, with AMC saying they'd never throw the white flag. But only three months later, they'd pen a new deal, crunching down theatrical windows. It was quite the steal. A drive-in resurgence, classic films for civilians, Jurassic Park, Hocus Pocus, and Harry Potter broke a billion. And with Disney, a miracle, the Broadway show they had bought. Hamilton came to streaming, did not throw away their shot. But things still seemed grim, cinemas were still closed, and the Paramount decrees, gone, basically deposed. When, like a vaccine delivered via a syringe, the first movie returned, Russell Crowe's film, unhinged. And Chris Nolan with Tenet made a swing for the fences, unfortunately didn't do well, and we were brought to our senses. Mulan tried something different with a Premier Access launch, but both here and in China, a pretty hostile response. All hope seemed lost, not even New Mutants could save us. Seeing a movie again in theaters, the idea seemed quite sus. Soul moved to streaming, Bond moved to next year, Regal closing down indefinitely, there was lots to fear. But in Asia, a miracle! Starting off with Peninsula, China was now the top dog, making all of the moolah. With the movie 800 now so far ahead, and in Japan, Demon Slayer putting new records to bed. But even with the crudes doing surprisingly well, we weren't quite done, Warner Brothers had a bombshell. Not only would Wonder Woman go to both theatrical and streaming, Next year's entire film slate? Please, tell me I'm dreaming. I don't really know where next year's box office will be. Is it the death of the theater? Long live streaming TV? Only time will tell if cinemas go the way of Sasquatch. So here's to 2020 and 2021 on the box office watch.
The Box Office Watch podcast returns January 5th, 2021. I've got a lot planned for the upcoming new year. Uh, you can connect with me via email at boxofficewatchpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at BOWatchPodcast. You can subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play as well and leave a review while you're at it or, you know, share it with a friend. Our intro and outro music come from Kevin MacLeod. His stuff is found at incompetech.filmmusic.io. Editing and production is provided by Ninja Boy Media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch Podcast. And remember, our watch goes on. Happy New Year, everyone.